0: believers strengthened in their faith, and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
1: Good evening to you. Bless the Lord, and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. with the Volks. My name is Shelley.
2: And my name is June. Hi,
1: everyone. June, the weeks fly by. We're now concluding a week of broadcasting, and the theme and title of this week's programs has been, God is our guide. And we don't normally associate God with, as a guide, but we see, and we'll go over some verses today, that it shows that he desires to guide us we started the week by talking as if we were on a safari. And if I was on a safari, the one that I would stick closest to would be the guide. Because the guide has experience. He's been on other safaris before. He even has a rifle just in case. So my greatest protection would be to be close to, the, close to the guide. But at the same time, on a spiritual basis, we live in a world whose mentality opposes us. There is an enemy that would love to destroy us and even within us, our own flesh is at enmity with the spirit. So we need a guide. Isaiah fifty-eight eleven says, The Lord will continually guide you and satisfy your desire in scorched places, give strength to your bones, and you will be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. Powerful. We also read from Psalm seventy-three twenty-four. With thy counsel, you will guide me, and afterward receive me to glory psalm forty eight fourteen For this God is our God for ever and ever. He will be our guide, even unto death. Do you get the sense of how God wants to and is opening the door for us to go to Him constantly for guidance? And we see how necessary it is. We've read uh, Jeremiah ten twenty three on I think every morning, every afternoon this uh, week. I know, O Lord, that a man's way is not in himself, nor is it in a man who walks to direct his steps. Psalm thirty two eight. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. You hear the, it's the heartbeat of God is to have us look to him for guidance. In Psalm 73, we read that with your counsel, you will guide me. Uh, Psalm 143, verses eight to 10, teach me to do thy will for thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead or guide me into the land of uprightness. God wants us to lead, God will lead us onto level ground. And yesterday we spoke specifically about how does God guide us? We spoke about guiding us by a still small voice from Isaiah 30, verse 21. By his word, 48, 14. For such is God, our God forever, he will guide us until death. And of course, Psalm 119, 105 says it clearly, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. Another way he'll guide us that if we're blind, that's, uh, we're talking about spiritual blindness. The word in Isaiah 42, 16 says, and I will lead the blind by a way they do not know in paths they do not know. I will guide them. I will make darkness into light before them and rugged places into plains. These are the things I will do and I will not leave them undone. We spoke about divine illumination. Luke 1, verse 79, to shine upon those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. And we closed yesterday looking at um, another way that God guides us He gives us the Holy Spirit, which is the spirit of truth. John 16, verse 13. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. Junie, that's such a powerful, powerful verse. And we see that we have to understand that the Holy Spirit is our guidance, clearly. And we need to understand, for example, when you look at um, Acts chapter 13, Let me read the first few verses. Now there were at Antioch in the church that was there prophets and teachers, Barnabas and Simeon, who was called Niger, and Lucius of Cyrene, and Menaean, who had been brought up with Herod, the Tetrarch, and Saul. Verse 2, and while they were ministering to the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, you talk about guidance, Lord, Junie, the Lord said, set apart me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. And what's interesting about the Spirit, Junie, who is God manifest in the Spirit, he doesn't always agree with us, as you find out if you're a believer. In Acts 16, Paul wanted to go back to Asia and they and in Acts 16, beginning in verse 6, And they passed through the Phrygian and Galatian region, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. Verse 7, And when they had come to Mysia, they were trying to go into Bithynia, and the Spirit of Jesus did not permit them. You see how the Spirit wants to lead us. This is how he guides us. And you know, fortunately, They saw a vision uh, from a man in Macedonia, and that led Paul and the ones going with him on this missionary trip to go into Europe. The gospel went into Europe at the direction of the Holy Spirit and ultimately came to the Western world. Do you see how necessary it is to be guided by the Lord God? Junie, we serve such a wonderful God. Let's look, as we come to a close of the week's uh, teaching, to Psalm forty-three.
2: Shelley, Yeah. You have Romans eight fourteen. Oh
1: yes, I thank Judy. Thanks for reminding me. Speaking about the the Holy Spirit, Romans eight fourteen. For all who are being led by the Spirit, you want to hear a blessing? They are the sons of God.
2: Hallelujah. Ooh. And James one five.
1: One five. James one five is a very simple, precise uh verse in uh, it's uh, as soon as i get it it says um if anyone lacks wisdom all they need to uh do is ask i want to get the whole verse and uh turn with me to james 1 verse 5 as soon as i could get my place i know you know this verse but it's worth repeating now james 1 5 but if any of you lacks wisdom. Let him ask of God who gives to all men generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Do we need wisdom? Let's go to the source of wisdom, God himself, and he will guide us by his wisdom. And
2: Jesus is wisdom. So we can ask the Lord to activate his word, his life within us and guide us and give us the wisdom for whatever we're facing.
1: That's right. Okay, let's turn to Psalm 43. I'd like to read it quickly. Vindicate me, O God, and plead my case against an ungodly nation. O deliver me from the deceitful and unjust man. For thou art the God of my strength. Why hast thou rejected me? Why do I go mourning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, because of the oppression of the enemy? Now, this is a key verse. O oh, send out thy light and thy truth. Let them lead me. Let them guide me. Let them bring me to thy holy hill and to thy dwelling places. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God my exceeding joy. And upon the lyre, L-Y-R-E, I shall praise thee, O God my God. Why are you in despair, O my soul? And why are you disturbed within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise thee the help of my countenance and my God. Junie, I think this is really a continuation of verse of Psalm 42. You'll see many uh, similar verses in one Psalm to the other. But I think it's uh, significant here because David, who was in trouble, started, he says, plead my cause. Uh, You need to deliver me, guide me. You are the God of my strength. And then he says, Send out thy light and thy truth, let them lead me. We need to be led by the light and the truth, who God is.
2: And we need to live in the truth. Yes. And God sometimes sheds his light into our life, showing us a dark place or a wrong way in which we were walking. And if we love the truth, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If we love the Lord, we'll love his truth. And so we need to see what God is trying to show us. He sheds his light and his truth. And it's always for our good to turn from our way to the way in which he is leading us and guiding
1: us. Amen. I love the portion of uh, Psalm uh, Psalm 43, because here he was, he was crying out to the Lord, send light and truth. And then look what happens right after that then I will go to the altar of God, to God, my exceeding joy. In other words, he's going to be in the presence of the Lord. And it's interesting, verse 4 in the New American says, to God, my exceeding joy. Actually, the Hebrew specifically says, unto God, the gladness of his joy. That's powerful. And, you know, I believe, Journey, as a result of sharing this week, for you and I, who I think have been touched by this word, and I pray all listeners have, there will such, be such great joy. God will be the source of all of your joy when you seek him on a moment-to-moment, daily basis for guidance. He is the source. He has become our wisdom, it says in 1 Corinthians. He is the light. He is the truth. And we saw in um, uh, John sixteen thirteen. but when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. So what can we say? Bless the Lord. This being Friday, we want to associate ourselves with our Jewish kinsmen by reciting a Shema. And if you know it, please say it along with us.
2: Because it is the Sabbath.
1: Right, at sundown. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, Lord our God, the Lord is one. Father, we're overcome with your goodness that you desire to guide us every day of our lives to bring light and truth into our life and allow you to direct every one of our steps.
2: And I pray, Lord, for all of our listeners and for Shelly and me, that when you shed light into our heart, we would align ourselves with you repent and turn from our way that we could walk in the way that you're guiding us. Yes. Lord. We ask this in Yeshua's holy name. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784 Scottsdale, Arizona 85252 That's P.O. Box 1784 Scottsdale Arizona 85252 and you can also contact them on their website shelleyandjunevolk.com that's shelleyandjunevolk.com until next time the Lord bless thee and keep thee the Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee the Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace